3: listening to the best of the armstrong and getty show featuring our podcast one more thing get more info at armstrongandgetty.com
4: sophos moros wise fool it's one more thing
1: armstrong and getty one more thing you're gonna leave the
4: podcast with friggin latin is that what that was you heard me non-latin speaking bitches uh, so, uh, yeah, it's funny. Somebody pointed that out once, that the uh, sophomore in college, for instance, it's uh, Sophos and Moros, uh, Wise and Fool, uh, which is a pretty good description of, of sophomores in college, honestly. And juniors and seniors, for that matter. <clears throat> anyway, uh, the reason I bring that up is uh, it has to do with the, uh, the the battle to the death with the bat that I described. Mm. In which nobody died. Um, the bat that invaded my home, and, and I had to have county animal control come over. And, and my buddy, uh, Costa, came over because he's uh, fit and I'm not. I got a messed up arm and the rest of it. And, and we had to move furniture. But one part of the entire experience was very discouraging to me almost frightening. was it how he kept smiling at your wife (laughs) (laughs) and she smiled back uh no it was um we have this big heavy china cabinet thing it's got the base and then the top and they're separate parts the top is it's like glass shelves and you put whatever you want to display in your dining room on there in our case, actually, it's, it's pretty interesting. It's a lot of really old stuff that were Judy's moms and dads. From um, the, the mugs. He was a CB. And he made mugs in the Philippines, beer mugs for the guys. And I can't remember exactly how it works, but you put oil, motor oil, up to a certain level in an old bottle. And then you put a red-hot uh, nut in there. It superheats the oil and then, the uh, then I can't remember. You do one more thing, but then you just tap the bottle, and it separates right there at the level of the oil. You do a little light sand job, then you craft straps and a handle, which you know they're seabees; they can make anything in the middle of a, uh, a jungle. And they made the guys beer mugs huh. that way. And we have a couple of the beer mugs that uh, her dad made during World War II. So all didn't sorts you, of stuff.
3: Like that. Didn't you have a red hot nut in college? <laughs>
4: That's, You've told that story before. It's not the medical term. It's actually a torsion of the spermatic oh. tube. Um, but, <laughs> yes. And how did you get that? You are in a circus. <laughs> I did an act in San Francisco on the weekends. Members only club. Have you heard this story before, Sean? <laughs> I have. Yeah. There's really nothing to it, per se, but that's yeah, a fairly common thing that happens. But anyway. I'm glad it hasn't happened to me. Oh, jeez. You want to talk pain? hm, mm. Please. After that, oral surgery, please, let's do it twice. It's nothing. <laughs> no canes for pussies. Let's get let's get down to this. Anyway, uh so but here's the part that I found disturbing. So uh my friend Costa comes over, and we have to move this super heavy top of the China cabinet thing off of the bottom so then we can move the bottom and tip it over to look for the little bat that's allegedly underneath it. And I'm ready to lift this thing, uh, this big heavy thing, down and onto the floor. And I'm thinking, I'm going to re-injure my arm. I just know I am. And Costa says, all right, here's what we do. Let's, uh, the dining room table right there, we'll, uh, let's just drag that over there. Drag that right here to the edge of the China cabinet. Put some blankets on it. Then we can just slide the thing off on the go. table on the blankets. And I'm like.
3: So it separates us from the monkey.
4: I never. Well, I tell you what, I'm going over there to, to, to join the apes. I never would have thought of that. And I found that so disturbing. Hmm. I'm a reasonably bright guy. I've seen the test results, but I just I have such a blind spot for like simple linear thinking stuff. And it just it. I was actually, I was disturbed how dumb I was
1: <laughs>
4: wow. about my inability to see an, an innovative solution for that problem. I run into that with my wife sometimes. I'll come up with what I think is a brilliant idea, and she'll say, or we could just blank. It's, it's the, a tenth as complicated as my scheme hmm. and much more effective. And I just, and the only reason I'm not completely devastated by this realization is that when I was raising my kids, and Jack, I know you 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 think about this too. There are so many different kinds of intelligence, yeah, out there.
3: The idea of somebody smart or not is just a stupid way to look at it. If you'll pardon the expression, oh
4: yeah, <laughs> I remember there was a major you know book or paper or something that came out that identified seven different kinds of intelligence. At least this was probably fifteen years ago, and they probably you know broken it down. But it was like um, you know verbal, mathematical, athletic, musical. Um, uh, and there are all sorts of different examples of social's sorts. a huge one. Yeah, social intelligence. I'm really hoping video games is on that list. And uh sure, sure it is, Sean <laughs> as far as you know. Um and and it's funny cuz my wife who is not um like super outgoing and verbal has incredible intelligence for organization and and linear thinking and designing systems to keep track of things. And I'm I'm practically handicapped in that way. Um so it was humbling, though. I thought, how could you not? What? Why would you have? You're going to lift it. You're going to carry it all the way. It just, just
0: felt so stupid. <laughs> well, th- th- that reminded me of one of my uh, infinite reservoirs of quotes that only come up in situations like this. And uh, some think this was an Einstein quote, but there's some debated who actually said it first. The uh, everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid.
3: Oh yeah! First of all, yeah. you are the king of those kind of things.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I do. Oh, you're, the,
3: you're the best at those kind of things of anybody I've ever met in my life.
0: I, I hope I can figure out a way to make it useful in some way. Have you ever pulled a chick? Oh yeah, yeah. with the oh with quote? those no yeah. no no. Moose uh, <laughs> should try. I'm essentially just tall. I, like that's that, that's the main thing and, that I use for
4: that. And thumb. My
0: head
3: sticks up above the crowd. Yeah, yeah. So in a crowded I'm, bar, I'm tall. I'll I can,
0: take that. One. <laughs> I'm good at getting bartenders to take my order at crowded bars. You know, practical skills. Right. But yeah. the
3: fact that you've always got the the guru like saying at hand. That is cool, and that is really a good one. That is a good one. I had I had this experience. For some reason, I was thinking about this the other day. I don't remember why.
0: Here, wait a second. You hit me with that, and I'll be the hot chick at the bar. Everybody's a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. But fish don't climb trees. How's your drink doing? <laughs> <laughs> Getting a little low. So let me get you another
4: one.
3: When I was in high school, there were uh, there were uh, 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 guys in high school that worked at the feedlots where I worked that I wouldn't have otherwise known very well. Like, we didn't run in the same circles in high school, but working at the feedlot, we became friends because we're, you know, working together. Yeah. Um, And there were several examples of dudes I knew who were at the... They were that guy in high school that, like, gets all Ds and Fs and just doesn't even seem to care. Mm-hmm. Tell me. They're, they're just, like... You know, they get a thirty on their math test or whatever it is, and just Oof. they don't even turn in their paper. They're just, you know, yeah, academic. Just at the end, I never thought much about them. I just figured I probably just assumed they were dumb or whatever. Mm. And then these guys, I would, I but the, the 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 couple that were like that that I got to know at the feedlot. At the feedlot, they were usually the boss over like ten other people, and uh, they were ordering people around. You would get there in the morning, you're going to go do this, you're going to do that, and just capable of doing. all. All kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons they hated school is at school they were treated like a child, and they had these jobs as, and I am talking as a fourteen year old, wow, where you are driving around a car all day long, telling people what to do, and a tremendous amount of responsibility with tons of money on the line and everything like that, mm-hmm. and but it, they just had they had a different kind of intelligence, right? It was not. Whatever academics is, you know, getting it down on paper and blah, 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 whatever that and
0: crap Citing is. your sources and, yeah, and showing just, just, your work. That was not
3: their footnotes. thing.
4: Right, right. Well, and I don't want to get off onto the screen too long, but the U.S. Is, is fairly unique around the world in that we have said the only legitimate education is academic. Yeah. Not not uh, trades and, 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 and uh, oh, hand skills and the, the mechanics level, and the rest of that.
3: How cruel it is to that kind of person is just you can't even, not to mention that you're. You know, the nation miss, misses out on that talent, and they right. miss out on a way to make a living or
4: whatever. But No, no, the only valid way you can possibly spend your life is to go get a, a social degree and then sit in a cubicle.
3: I was absolutely I blown away by that. Like a yeah. guy I just kind of knew was at school. And then I got to, and he was like the boss To go with a
0: 14-year-old. Yeah. Life lesson there, huh? Oh, I'd say. My first exposure to that sort of thing was uh, I was in high school and I took an auto shop class because for some reason I was allowed to take auto shop instead of chemistry. And so I said, "All right, I'll I'll do that."
3: Awesome. Um, But the one of the they've done away with all that sort of stuff: woodworking, auto shop, any of that stuff that you could be brilliant at and not good at the other thing. They've done away with that because the college track. So you can get some sort of degree of or a cubicle job is the only thing that matters anyway, back to
0: your story but the, one of the kids in the class and he was probably the best kid in that class was a notorious just slacker in every other thing. but this guy when he got his hands on a mechanical thing could take it apart and reassemble oh, yeah. it in, in oh, yeah. just in an intuitive way that just baffled me
3: yeah oh yeah I got I've got a friend he was a head mechanic at a, a tractor place. But he said, uh, uh, he said the best mechanic there, who was like practically incapable of writing his name, he said, could look at a box full of parts and just like spread them out on the ground and say, oh, it's a, you know bearings off. See the way that thing's wearing there and that thing's wearing there, just like a genius. Wow. Yeah. But and and I've known plenty of the opposite because I've had the experience of people that scholastic smart, scholastically smart, get them into different situations, they were like helpless to function as humans. Yeah, it's really yeah. interesting. I don't know. What do you what, what do you take from that? Uh, There's different kinds of intelligence. Figure out which one you've got. Yeah, and you know, find a path where you get to utilize that one. I guess.
4: Yeah, yeah, and and maybe be a little less uh, haughty about your own brand of intelligence. Because I'm a really verbal guy, but you know, part of it's being married to the girl I'm married to and and raising three kids is you realize. Wait a minute, that person has enormous worth as a human being and a lot of talent, but they don't come off as You know, quote-unquote, really smart, like a verbal person does. But, uh, you know, there's a lot more to life than that. I just wish I could count cards. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be cool. End up in a shallow hole in the desert.
1: Armstrong and
3: Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of
2: Armstrong and Getty.
0: This handy TV binging hint from Positive Sean. So it turns out there's uh, Netflix kind of has a, a little bit of a secret menu thing to help uh, refining searches for if you're trying to find things so you're not just you know browsing through the entirety of their catalog as you scroll through movies. Um, and they, they do so with, uh, I guess there's little kind of secret codes that you can put into the search qualifiers as opposed to just typing out action thrillers or, or things like that. They have all sorts of different weird little codes for categories. Now, it's not going to do me much good just to read you the codes out, out loud. Um, right. But they you know movies for ages zero to two is is a, a one four digit code. Wait a second why don't I know this? yeah, yeah, yeah this is the since first time. I have since I have two kids eight to ten why didn't I know there's a code that uh, I can do that? That'd be code 561 Jack for uh, movies for ages eight what? to ten um, uh, yeah uh, mystery family friendly food and travel TV romance, sci-fi and fantasy. Um, this is from a, a website called the uh, um, but uh, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try this out when I get home later. See if see if the the documentaries code of six eight three nine just filters only the documentaries onto my but homepage. Is this anywhere on the Netflix site? I don't believe so. And what this article <laughs> doesn't do a great job of explaining is. Do I need to do this on the website and search their things there with these codes or does it actually uh, incorporate into the user interface that I'm I'm navigating on my TV? So I'm gonna do a little bit of research on this later tonight huh. and uh, and figure out what what's going on with these. but this is kind of a neat thing if it's true. I have an interest in pornographic horror movies centered on golf.
4: What do you have for me? What
0: <laughs> code is that? I'll text it to
4: you. Hardcore axe murderer golf movies.
3: So it's like a secret menu, like they have at In N Out Burgers, where they don't have it on the menu, but if you're in the know, you can say jungle style. It's that sort of thing. Oh, right, right.
4: Man, I wish you'd quit bringing up food and menus and stuff because I'm really hungry and I'm eating too much. I was just uh, looking at this uh, New York Times article about corned ham. It's like corned beef, but it's corned ham. I'm listening. They're trying. To, <laughs> this one, North Carolina, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, Carolina, chef is trying to repopularize it. It's it's ham cured in salt, so it's saltier than regular ham. I Go could on. mention
3: anybody. <laughs> anybody can mention In and Out, and it's not going to make me hungry. It's my my youngest son, who's got all kinds of uh, issues, he can pretty much the only thing he'll eat right now is In and Out burgers, and it's been that way for weeks. Um, so. We go to In and Out a lot through the drive-through, and I just I I'm so maxed on that. I think I would go ahead and just starve to death before <laughs> I would eat an In and Out burger at this point. No oh boy, I just can't eat another In and Out burger. It's funny how you can get sick of something that you like. Um, fast food stuff seems to do that more than, uh, than than anything else. Like I don't think you could eat enough apples where you'd like get sick of them. <laughs> Like, oh, God, the thought of an apple is going to make me yak. But something about fast food and stuff that comes out of a bag, you know, you've had your fill of it. And it's just like, oh, I don't even want to think about that again. And I'm that way with In-N-Out right now.
4: Well, yeah, it's funny having my kid home from college now for, you know, God knows how long. Uh, There there used to be the go-to family meals, because especially when you have three kids, I mean, you just you don't want to listen to them gripe. And so you try to figure out, all right, what are the foods everybody likes more or less? But then you, you tend to lean on them a bit hard. And then at some point, somebody says, "I'm so tired of blank." Well, yeah. between the three, there's only four foods you eat. So yeah, that's what we're saying. Shut up, you cook.
0: I yeah. had four bowls of the same cereal, pretty much back to back to back to back yesterday. Wow. And were you were you done with it at that point? Oh no, I, I could I could. It was only my my mental saying. You know what? You should probably call it there. That stopped me. It was not what, any sort of physical repulsion. Right, you, you quit out of ha- Yeah. What were you having? Uh, peanut butter checks. I haven't had those. Oh, they're they're quite good. <laughs> peanut butter hmm. uh,
3: crunch is my favorite cereal of all time, and uh, I like checks. So sounds like a pretty
0: good combo. Much. Well, I gotta get, I'm, I'll be at the store today with a mask and gloves on. Much friendlier to the roof of your mouth than your uh, your peanut butter crunch. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know i
4: supposed I'd... to go to the
3: store this week. Don't. I don't think I've You're ever. I don't think I've ever overdone cereal. I don't think I could do that. Yeah. But the I was at in and out the other day, and for people around the country, that's a, a fast food burger joint like they all are with a drive-thru. I was at the drive-thru the other day, 25 cars in front of me at the drive-thru. I counted wow. them. Wow. That's a long... It goes pretty fast because they're not serving anybody inside. Uh, so everybody's working on, you know, to-go orders uh, through the window. But uh, that's a lot of cars.
0: You know... Um, my mom once ordered doggy style on In-N-Out fries. True oh, story. Geez.
3: No, true story.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah, it was the funniest I mean, moment oh ever. Oh,
3: my God. She meant to say oh jungle style, God. and she just said oh, the wrong word. Oh, it's animal God. style, you heathens. Were you, right. Were you Animals. in,
1: the, yes. were you in the, and the kid was oh.
3: laughing through the were laugh you speaker. In, were you in the car when she did it? I don't yes. want to hear my mom
4: ever say that word. <laughs> it was just in the slip-up, yeah, a long time ago. Oh, my God. And oddly enough, Calvin Broadus Jr., a.k.a. Snoop Dogg, uh, leaned out the window and delivered her MF and fries. <laughs> Yo, here they are, doggy style. Here's your frizzles. <laughs> oh, well. Your frizzle nizzles.
3: You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show.
5: Armstrong and Getty. perfect home sweet home
4: armstrong and getty this is
5: the best of armstrong and getty uh anywho so we were
3: talking about uh 4chan came up on the show with the whole uh the boogaloo Boogaloo movement is uh somebody texted that that's a 4chan creation and it's kind of like pepe the frog and it's it's not real but it's to just jerk around people but if if super right-wing extremists buy into it and they're doing
0: it anyway it's it's real you know none of that really matters the comet pizza mm-hmm. thing could have been a joke but people took it seriously yeah
3: yeah so but anyway my uh, my point was is 4chan is that on the regular internet or is that on the net? do i can i get out? can i just google 4chan and i'm on there yeah i believe so website yeah, I
4: think so yeah. yeah yeah i've been on it I, I, I have recall. not is uh, that a maybe safe, somebody send me links. is that a safe place to go
3: not really but it's on the regular internet yeah well, well and there are
4: other ones too 8chan is big now because somebody cracked down on 4chan or something i can't
3: remember has anybody here been on the dark net before
4: M- uh. and, no. and, and how never. do you get on
3: there never you need when you used to get all those downloaded movies you weren't getting that off the dark net
0: michael no not no, at, at all. all those are just like torrent sites yeah, yeah. just got them to, to confess
4: to a crime what are you doing entrapping people <laughs> what are you the law
3: well, that was strictly a FBI tale. With, I, remember, that was strictly a tale I told for amusement. You know, it wasn't necessarily true. I'm right. like the, the FBI with Michael Flynn. I act like we're friends. I just asked some questions. I yeah, just we just got to things. clear
4: up a couple of loose ends. <laughs> so you talked to old Kisley. You used act, to download
3: you? a lot of movies and then sell them out of the trunk of your car,
0: didn't you? Yeah,
4: no, the, those were good times. <laughs> tell me more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the dark web, in my view, is much more about buying. You know, Guns without a serial number on them, or don't need that. Uh, if if you're in the human trafficking, certainly or, don't need that, and I don't need heroin.
3: Yeah, yeah, drugs by mail. Um, now, some people are on there because they don't trust the government and they do their money stuff that way, right?
0: I I don't know about that. No. If that's true, okay. um, I thought the I, Bitcoin I originally was a dark web thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I think there's overlap. There's over hmm. the people on the dark web like the fact the the notion of a decentralized thing particularly because bitcoin is often the coin of the realm of the dark web
3: right if you're gonna buy something on dark web, okay now i get that but i remember we talked about this in the past and we've gotten emails and texts from people people text me said hey jack come over to my house sometime i'll show you how to get on the dark web it's easy it's real easy and i'll show you how to it's wild you can i just i'm scared i'm Mm. scared of that sort of thing and i feel like I feel like I would need to have a burner computer. Yes, to do that Yeah, and I hear hook
0: you. it up, you know, at a Starbucks or something so it's not my Wi-Fi. Various VPNs protecting your 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 own personal internet information. Yeah, I tread carefully would be my my advice.
4: Yeah. Yeah, cuz you don't know what you don't know. And that's a lot. Right. So, uh, I don't I'm mildly curious, I guess, but I'm I'm more than well acquainted with the uh, the impulses of humanity well, there's whether not... libertarian or sick or violent or sexual or whatever yeah I'm, i've I've seen it i'm fine yeah there's... i'd rather retreat to my my walled you know compound in the woods and watch the squirrels cavort than further explore that well how would you
3: describe if anybody's listening right now i don't know what 4chan is how would you describe 4chan
4: oh uh, it's it's um unedited very strongly worded uh, politics and discussions and stories and theories and so and often uh, alleged inside sources have told me that blah 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 um it's just super uncurated wild west um, political social discussion
3: and do they have a goal i, or I, are I they haven't just, spent a lot of time there. Ex- are they just trolls or do they have a political agenda Depends.
0: Both. A lot Uh, of the people are perfectly serious. It's it's like, what is Reddit? Well, it depends on which subreddit you're on. 4chan's like an extreme, unmoderated Reddit. Um, Because the anarchist
3: types, um, they they don't believe there should be any state power. It all should be voluntary. Uh, We get together and police ourselves with everything right so they don't like any state power so is that a 4chan goal or is it just it's all kinds of different things you're saying
0: i don't 4chan doesn't have a goal okay the people who use 4chan do and those will de- vary depending on if you go to you know i'm like, not even smart enough to understand i can't am it's I like a little
4: I'm, bit like uh so do people on telephones want anarchy is what you're asking yeah. <laughs> oh okay yeah
3: that's a good description right there for yeah. the dumb for me
4: mm-hmm. well the admiringly simple
0: so, do people who admirably use the postal admirably service. Admiral. So here, yes, sir. So, it's. I, I Googled what is 4chan. And it, so, 4chan is an anonymous English language image board. So, that's the big thing. So, it's Reddit with anonymity. So, you can go on there and you can post all sorts of stuff, and it's it doesn't get linked to you and it's anonymous. And so, you can. And so, there would be like uh, threads that are about. Politics, but threads that are about. 4chan host boards dedicated to a wide variety of topics, from anime to video games, music, literary, literature, fitness, politics, sports, among others. So they all have these different sub-genres. But
3: since it's not the dark web when I'm on it, Google's getting all my information of which one of those site uh, the threads I'm on and everything like that. They're keeping track of it,
0: right? It depends on your browser and everything. Yeah, but in, yeah. in theory, yeah, that, that's possible.
3: Hmm. I just assume anything I do on the internet is kept in a file somewhere.
4: I do too. The only thing yeah. I want from the dark web is like access to uh pharmaceuticals that it's a pain to get prescribed. You know, I just like I'm I'm a pretty responsible guy with what I put in my body. always have been even during my wild youth. Um when I put some things in my body perhaps you don't approve of my <laughs> friends.
2: <Gerbils. laughs>
4: Jack had yes. some sort of allergic reaction there. Yes, but vaccinated and <laughs> shampooed gerbils, yes. and with consent, right? Right. Excuse me. Do you mind if I? I think that was a yes. So, I mean, <laughs> where were we? Uh, that's a disgusting and horrifying notion. Uh, ah, blah blah blah. Oh, like you know, because I, uh, I, uh, I got I got a little pain when I when I do stuff. Arthritis and. and I don't want to just be hammering down ibuprofen all the time, and I don't want, like, super powerful prescription stuff all the time. Just sometimes I need, you know, maybe a couple of Norcos, something like that. Just a little, just you, to take it up a notch. And
3: you can't get a prescription for them?
4: Um, it'd be a pain and, and it's all, all my, regulated and everything.
3: Yeah. Did I give all my Norcos to Marshall? I have a giant bottle of them. I either gave well, to you Marshall you sold
4: or... a bunch to high school kids, as I recall. <laughs> oh, there you go, Michael. I got them back for you. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, I might still have a giant bottle from, uh... I think I have some left over from my last surgery. I don't like the idea of uh, getting addicted to the stuff, obviously. And honest to God, the constipation is so horrific. Um, I react to it like <laughs> like I've had a cork inserted. It's just terrible. But that and the, what was the other one I was thinking of the other day?
3: And then if you get addicted, you're down at the Greyhound station and things go south right. quickly. Is there something like? And
4: I know the answer. Is there something like a an anti anxiety thing you don't have to like take for weeks and build up in your system? Yeah, alcohol is the answer. Whiskey. Yeah, exactly. A cocktail. Um, I'd like that. I'd like just a mild relaxant. Well, okay.
3: Alcohol. <laughs> <go. laughs> we solved it. I, I would like a mild relaxant. Yeah. It's like my son's on this new drug that we just started, and it's really like heavy-duty, hardcore. Uh, we get really keeping an eye on him for um, uh, side effects, because this is strong, strong drug. Yeah. and But it takes one to three months Ugh, for it to kick uh, in. Oh. And so... You know, how do you know three months from now if it's doing any good or not? And then the, the, the coming off of it process—if it does or doesn't—or that's when the side effects kick in. But that's that's the trouble with so many drugs is, Oof. is uh, you know, you know, like you said, you want something that you don't have to build up to, yeah. or or taper off if you want to
4: quit. And the side effects aren't too nasty. Yeah, there are almost no drugs that have uh, no cost. In terms of your physical What's the
3: health? side effect of alcohol? Drinking with ugly people? Sleeping with ugly people? That's the yeah. side effect?
0: Well, yeah. That's so good for you. I um, believe we would call that uh, decreased judgment.
3: Okay.
4: Yeah, plus I just, you know, like golf. I don't want to drink my way around the golf course anymore. It's not good for me. It's too much.
3: But isn't it fun?
4: Yes. Don't you want to have fun? Yes. And it makes <laughs> me play better. And then I win money. So I'm having fun and making money. That sounds and I don't like... want to do it anymore. Oh, okay. I know me. It's hard to stop things that are fun.
0: And money makers. Yeah. yeah.
3: See, it's profitable and it's fun. My kids are raised.
0: Huh. Maybe I'll just keep doing it.
4: Yeah. I can just see the cliff, though. You know what I mean? I can see the cliff. Now what's the cliff look like? Mm, there's land, then there's no land. <laughs> But is it? I can picture it now.
3: But are there rocks on the bottom, or just like a, a firm, uncomfortable but firm mattress that you would land on?
4: Oh, I don't know. I, I I'm told repeatedly that, uh, especially with my hypertension, which is treated pretty successfully at this point, but that you know, alcoholism, drinking, excessive drinking can make that worse, which raises your risk of a stroke. Mm. And I'd really like to not have a stroke.
3: How much can you drink and still play well, though? Because I could never, I mean, I would, like most people, after a couple of drinks, I'm better than I am completely sober, but quickly go into I'm not better. So I just, it was never a net win for me. If I was going to play a whole round of golf, I couldn't.
4: It's a running joke with uh, several of my friends and I that to win tournaments, we have a nurse Travel with us and constantly check our blood alcohol level to keep it in the perfect zone. Right. Because you're right. That's what I talk about staying on top of the wave. If you go too far, um, actually, sometimes your ball striking still turns good, but to not get too golfy on you folks, you go over that line, all of a sudden you start hitting 15 foot putts 30 feet or four feet. <laughs> And your putting touch just goes to hell. But that's a, that's
3: a weird thing. And it shows you how much of it is mental with sports. And why probably people that are really good at sports, um, they have the ability to do this without being drunk. Um, playing darts, playing pool, playing golf, bowling, all of them after a couple of drinks, I'm way better. So mm-hmm. clearly I'm being held back by my own doubt Right. And really good athletes have a way to eliminate that doubt. They have the confidence. They don't they just don't have that doubt.
4: Right. Or they're not psychologically made that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I've read a fair amount about it because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a pretty good golfer. I've shot even par a number of times and stuff like that. I can't anymore. I haven't for a long time, partly because physical problems. But. I I almost have to have a couple of drinks to play like that because I'm so aware of everything that's happening in my swing all the time, and that's no way to swing a golf club. You're doomed if you're like that. Um, and uh, and so yeah, to be able to turn that off is is really important. I, of course, a lot of NBA players play high all the time, though. So right, yeah, that's true. There's um, there's this really dirty, nasty thing you can do if you're playing golf with somebody and you really want to beat them, and. That's ass. Throw them. the sand
0: in their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: have a cup of sand. They think you're taking a drink. You kick the ball when they're not looking. <laughs> you throw sand in their
0: eyes. <laughs> if you find now the, try hit.
4: Step on their ball. <laughs> grind it into the grass. No, you ask them about their swing. Oh yeah. Yeah, because what you're trying to do is ch- bring their unconscious Physical actions into their conscious brain. What time do you, at what point in your swing do you usually release your wrists? Right. Do you, do you like hold your angle intentionally or or what? Get them to start thinking and go from unconscious to conscious and it will screw them up. And if that doesn't work,
3: sand in the eye. Oh God, my eyes. My eyes.
0: Jesus, what'd you do that for? Oh God.
3: Armstrong and Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty show. Hey, Armstrong and
4: Getty for California Rice. We're within a month or so of the start of the rice harvest in the Sacramento Valley. Rice has a long history in California, and it provides major benefits to our state. California rice provides more than $5 billion and and 25,000 jobs. All of this happening with worker safety as the highest priority.
3: In addition, millions of birds depend on rice fields for food and a resting place, and nearly 230 wildlife species are part of the diverse ecosystem In the Sacramento Valley rice fields.
4: Find out more about California rice at calrice.org. You'll find hundreds of photos, blogs, videos, recipes, and the ingrained podcast.
3: The latest episode deals with giants in rice fields, the threatened giant garter snake, which is heavily dependent on
4: rice fields for its survival. The economic benefits, the jobs, the critical wildlife habitat, that's all California rice. California rice is the environmental crop. Find out more at CalRice.org. Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. There's inevitable shirtless old guy. Sir, everyone around you is shirted. Everyone but you. You have a big belly, you're old. Get a shirt.
3: People don't, women don't like, in my experience, shirtless young guy. Shirtless attractive young guy. Yeah, it's too much. The shirtless guy they don't like. Women don't like shirtless guy. Shirtless for the most guy part. equals huh.
0: trying too hard, guy. I'm skeptical because I saw a lot of the tweets about Brad Pitt taking his shirt off in, uh, in "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood." Yes, and it but wasn't he disgusted. started
4: with a shirt. That's the key. He could reshirt himself if necessary.
3: I am surprised by shirtless guy always. Let's what are you see. trying to do?
4: There's uh, women surfer. really hate pantless guy. <laughs> oh yeah, generally they call the <laughs> cops, Michael. You would know better than anyone. What? What was that? What was that? Wetsuit surfer guy in the video. There's woman in yoga pants but long sweatshirt to cover her butt. There's one woman without long sweatshirt, proud of her butt. Right. Let's see. Who else do we have there? Dog walking guy. There's. I'm
3: not happy with my butt and cover it.
4: Yes. There's. I'm.
3: I. There's all four. There's. I. I know I have an awesome butt, yes. but I'm wearing a long shirt because I don't want people looking at it. Right. And then the person you who... You don't
4: get to see it.
3: And then the person who displays it. Right. So that's that's two interesting personality types right there. I mean, that, that those
4: two exist. Both. That's nice mm-hmm. butt A and nice butt B. Yeah, the woman who knows... Shows, doesn't show. The woman absolutely knows. Yeah.
3: I am I always wear long shirts or jackets because I don't... That That's interesting. And then you got the other that want to display it. And then the same with, you know...
4: Big old funky booty. Yeah, like you know, I,
3: I don't wear half shirts, so I'm you know I'm 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 a, I'm a toad, so I'm I'm not commenting on anybody. We're not you, body shaming. Certainly you're not, not, not. You're not happy with the way your butt looks, but there are there are the women who wear a long sweater and jacket to cover that up, and then those who say I don't care, I just don't care. Take a look at this. There he or is. Or don't do whatever you want. There he is. So there's four distinct types for the buttocks. Hide your nipples, sir. Nobody wants them. And kind of the same, I guess, with the uh, topless dude, then. Uh, so it yeah. is, I think I'm good looking, so I got my shirt off.
4: All right, Or I don't give a crap. Yeah. I almost admire shirtless guy. But don't... Something f- tells me, though, that it's not like a super together zen acceptance thing. Mm. It's that he's a douche. I'm just guessing by looking at him.
3: Having done the shirtless thing a number of times in my life in various situations, um, you're not actually cooler, as in less hot, with your shirt off.
4: No. no. So
3: it's you're not doing it for that
4: reason. Yeah, I was playing golf the other day, and ripped shirtless guy jogged by on one of the residential streets at the border of the course, and to a man, it was like, oh, dude, please.
3: No, you're, you're definitely better off in some sort of Nike wicking white t-shirt than being shirtless oh, yeah. when you're exercising outside. Yeah. Speaking of golf...
4: You just want people to see your nips. Years and years ago, I was playing two days in a row, and the second round was special to me. It was with family, so I didn't want to give it up. But day one, I got sunburned like crazy. Stupid. I just, I, I wasn't wearing sunscreen or whatever. I was I was like a lobster. But I really wanted to play day two. And you're
3: like uh, John Kenny. This is a good base. This is a good base. This is a good place to start with. <laughs> what movie
4: was that? <laughs> Whoa. Which John Candy classic was that? He's laying on the beach.
0: Was it Summer Rental? Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, my I gosh. I was thinking Michael. vacation of some sort, but that, I knew <laughs> that wasn't it. Yeah, Summer Rental.
4: Yeah, Uncle <laughs> Buck was set in the wintertime, as I recall. Uh, absolutely. Um, uh, he does not get sunburned in that movie. No. Uh, uh, uh. But so day two, I show up wearing all like white or off-white, light colors, covered like I'm a fundamentalist Muslim. I mean, from, from wrists to, to ankles and shoes, broad-brim hat and everything, and it was a really hot day. I've never been as cool on yep. a golf course as that day when I was completely covered. Yep.
3: I learned that lesson when I was in Mexico, almost died being in the heat, and my motorcycle is 122 degrees. I'd, take, I'd, take, I'd taken off everything. I was down to just riding shirtless. G-string. Around Mexico in a rural part of Mexico. But uh, I was getting sunburned, so I stopped. And the only shirt they had was a long sleeve white shirt. I thought, geez, a long sleeve shirt in this heat—I mm. was so much cooler wearing the long sleeve shirt. Mm. That's why your Arabs got the big flowing robes and all the clothes on. Right? They know what they're doing.
4: Nothing underneath either. Free balling it. So the
3: they're mo- known
1: for
4: that.
3: The more clothes, some uh, you know, one layer of something, way cooler. It's like right. it's like you got a fan on
4: you. Right. It's
3: amazing more yeah. people do that. I see that, you know, where I live, there's a lot of, uh, you know, migrant uh, farm labor. They wear long sleeve shirts Mm -hmm. all the time out there.
0: Yep. Yep. It's a good tip. (laughs) Get less scoops taken out of you from the skin doctor later on in life, too. Oh, it's a good point, Sean. Good point. Sobering note there at the end.
3: Yeah, start yelling at shirtless jogger guy. Something. I don't know what I'm going to yell at What are you,
4: Eric Garcetti? Going around enforcing your worldview in real life? Nice nips or something. Put
3: on a shirt, idiot. Yeah. Eh, no idiot seems harsh. Sorry. Armstrong and Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show.
5: perfect home sweet home
2: are the old world picturesque shores
5: of Europe calling you set sail on an adventure with Avalon waterways enjoy an elevated cruising experience Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.
3: Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air.